Welcome to And The Quest Is History, a live play tabletop show available on Twitch every Sunday at 5pm Pacific Time. I'm Jed, GM and host of the channel, and I invite you to our 5th edition campaign. Enter the realm of Oralis, a world of war, magic, and intrigue, where the adventurers will stop at nothing to disregard my plot hooks and save the world in their own way. Welcome aboard. <laughs> We're here. Hello. Come one, come all. Welcome to our show. Are we coming in okay? It's hard to tell sometimes. I come all right. What, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Quest is History. It's our season finale. The finally. The end of the first half of the campaign is today. So we're very excited to have everybody here. Um, this is it. This is this is where we all peak, everybody. I'm really, really excited. So <laughs> I already peaked, Jed. Just look I at my know, username. I know, Sam. This, this came a long time ago for you, but still. Um, listen, gang, we got a really exciting show for you tonight, as you know, as as we should. Um, so I just want to get a few things out of the way before we jump into it. Um, so we're going to be streaming. For two-ish hours, we may go long tonight, but, you know, that happens when there is a, a finale. Um, and although during the show, we typically will not speak with chat, all of us are in chat and will be chatting with you. Um, subs and tips and raids, we will call those out unless I'm monologuing, at which point we'll call that out after. Um, but uh, beyond that, we are really excited to have y'all around for our our finale. This is our 53rd episode of this show. You can catch all of it uh, wherever you get podcasts. The Quest is History. Um, and uh, it's going to be a grand old time. So with that, I'd love to just kind of jump into it. Um, and as hey, thanks, always, Poltergeist for subscribing. Yes. Thank you, MX Poltergeist for subscribing see this is what i do i get monologuing i start monologuing don't be ridiculous um, they only wanted it for the barbaris exactly <laughs> i get an emote and suddenly we get a subscription correlation <laughs> equals causation that's what we are told <laughs> in school um okay so i would love each of my dear wonderful players who i love so much to introduce themselves your name your character and my question for you tonight is, what has been your favorite part of the campaign thus far? All right. Hey, everybody. My name is Riley. I play human sorcerer Wendell Wheatley. And I think my favorite part of the campaign so far, um, there's a specific instance, but I think overall there have been a lot of spots where we've had to roll like perfectly in order to, to not have somebody die or not have something horrible happen. And more often than not, I think that's been the case. And that's that's really uh, cathartic to me personally. Uh, my favorite situation was when I tried to save the life of Sam the Minotaur on a ship many, many, many episodes ago. And I decided the best way to do that was to 
trigger my my magical my wild magic search and see if there was a random chance that I could pick a healing spell and ended up summoning a unicorn to heal Sam the the Minotaur. So uh, those really tickle me. My favorite part of that was uh, it was after your second. So I let you roll three times and then you could pick from what the options were. And after the second one, and it was something like you turn into a potted plant, you're like, Jed, follow up. Is there even the possibility of healing anyone? <laughs> uh, and the answer was yes, once. And it was if you summon a, a, a unicorn. Yeah, I was really stoked to kill that that NPC as well. But alas, twas not to be. Hello. My name is Eddie. I am. I am. I play Robin, the <laughs> half elf rogue. And my favorite part of the campaign was probably when we were thrown in prison and there was just a bunch of kazoos there. <laughs> and now Robin has a bunch of kazoos. And then I got to show off my kazoo playing skills. So that was just like a win win for me, IRL. And in game. Do you have it with you? Do you want to give us a kazoo for the you road? Know, I might have thrown it. Like, <laughs> uh, my that room does is sound not like you. What? Jed, I might, I might have to change my favorite moment now that Eddie's mentioned the kazoo playing. <laughs> <laughs> I tend to toss things. All right. Well, I'm confident you will find some way to make noise at some point. So we're really excited <laughs> for the, the Eddie slash Robin kazoo. Thank you. Hi, everyone. I am Sam. I play everyone's favorite bugbear paladin of Mistra, Wayne the 14th. And my favorite moment from this adventure uh, would probably be when Wayne made a deal with a bunch of hags to save Wendell's life, uh, possibly, you know, fucking things up for Mistra. So that's great. That was yeah. I like Possibly. That. Yeah. Yeah. Jury's <laughs> still out <laughs> on whether or not that was related. Um, hi everyone. I'm Ryan. I play Tim the Monk. Uh I think Tim's favorite moment and subsequently uh Ryan's favorite moment is any time that I get to remind the party that I was right about something. Um it is hands down my favorite thing to do. Uh and I have gotten to do it a lot, especially recently. <laughs> You do, you do like a good I told you so. I do. I do yeah. love an I told you so, Jed. Mm. I have a theory that it sustains him physically. It does. It, it actually, it's the only that. sustenance I need, is being able to say I told you so, Riley. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, gang, uh, unless, Riley, you have an amendment to yours. <laughs> no, no, I'm good. I'm good. You're good? Okay. Good. Well, um, my favorite moment of of the campaign, really my favorite thing about this <clears throat> campaign, and the reason that I selected it as our first and currently only emote, is um, I created an NPC that has polarized both players and viewers in that nobody likes or kind of dislikes Barbarous Master of 100 Spells. <laughs> they either love that character or they fucking hate him. <laughs> and I... I love that. Uh, and so if you either have the channel points or you're a subscriber, you can you can spam some Barbaris in the chat now uh, as we do have the Barbaris emote. So, so I'm pretty stoked, guys. 
I'm pretty stoked uh, to get to get into this. So without further ado, let us begin the final episode of season one. Lightning strikes. You die. That's it. This game. Uh, <laughs> oh, good game, guys. Uh, wow. right, I'm going to bed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the four Late. of you, uh, Wendell Wheatley, Robin Hunt, Tim Bambodel, and Wayne the 14th, you have at last reached the top of the Tower of Divination, the Diviner's Sanctum. You were told all those months ago that your cosmic task is in service to Mistra, and you now find yourself here to rescue the mother of all magic herself, who fled her realm of Dwemerheart for reasons unknown. Sam. <laughs> the only obstacle in your path? The approaching Imperial army determined to supplant the world's magic source with the sinister Dreadweave. But you won't have to go it alone because many of your allies are here as well. Zanero the Diviner, the current Keeper of Divination, and his predecessor, Earhart the Diviner, are here. The twin sorcerers of both the schools of evocation and abjuration stand off to the side. They're talking amongst themselves. Uh, Highland's most powerful wizards in Olan the Wise and Barbaris, master of 100 spells, are speaking with some soldiers, while Shuja, the Loxodon cleric of Mistra, is blessing some weapons of some other warriors. Off in the reflecting pool, you also see the centaur artificer, Gunther. <laughs> you are all in the center of this large temple. You see Earhart, the diviner, is floating at the in a pillar of purple light, which shines well into the sky. And every now and then lightning will crack and hit the, uh, uh the sanctum that you are in. And Zanero will walk up to you. He seeing that you're all staring at Earhart, who you briefly thought was the final boss. And he, he made will... his pop red. What? You made his pog red. His I pog did make his red pog red. His, in all fairness, his pog's always been red. But Sonero uh, uh, will follow your gaze to Earhart and will say, Earhart has located Mistra and is using the last of his remaining power to stay focused on her as she drifts between the planes. Our job here is to summon her to us. And how do we go about doing that? How how do we rescue Mistra? Yes. Uh, well, at some point, we will need to perform a ritual in order to call her form to us. But we cannot do that until she is aligned with the prime material plane. And so we must wait. Like, wait five minutes, five hours. Do you have like a... A, t- a timeline? Do yeah, I, do I, 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 yeah. Sorry, I just I. There was yes, that is out there. such a good question. If the keeper of all divination knows when things are going to happen, yes, yes, transmuter. This will be our last night of rest together. So perhaps get some sleep, prepare yourselves, and Zanero looks at you, Tim, specifically. He says, make peace with what has brought you to this moment and tomorrow 
we will mount our most fervent defense. Uh, okay. All right. So you guys can take a long rest. Go ahead and right now, go ahead and do the the mechanical long rest of your hit points going full, all your spell slots back, any, um, you know, features that you may have consumed. Go ahead and get all that back. But then this is kind of like the calm before the storm. So each of you have has time throughout the night. You aren't just sleeping for eight hours to to interact with, whether it be another player or one of the NPCs that are here. And I want this to kind of be that like opportunity to, uh, like, uh, make make peace with the fact that a massive battle for the future of magic will happen in the morning. <clears throat> and I want to start with Wendell. Ah. All right. Do you oh, want to? Yeah. What do you What do you do during this yeah. rest? You got yeah, time yeah, yeah. to. Yeah, you know, yeah. Prepare yourself. You are you are the keeper of all transmutation magic in the world. Your role is very important. Your survival is paramount. Yeah, I find the closet that Harry Potter lived in for most of his youth and just it like is here. Yeah, I shut myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Wendell's like he's OK, so he's pretty, you know, on edge all the time. It actually surprises me that he doesn't drink very much or at all, really. Um, but, um, I think he's going to, after like wandering around the temple at night, um, looking for snacks, I think he wants to, he wants to talk to, uh, Zanero the most, the diviner. Okay. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll find him. He is, uh, standing at, so this temple has, has a few levels to it. And there's kind of like an overlook, and it looks down over uh, the mountain, down to the desert. And he is—he uh, spends most of his time there, kind of staring despondently off into uh, the horizon. And you approach him, and he will turn and greet you with a um, with a tired smile. You know that he's been working very hard over the last few months in order to arrange everything happening the way that it's happened. And you understand more than anyone else here, the burden that he carries. Right. Yeah. Uh, hey, Zanero, how, uh, how's it going? He nods. He goes, it is, it is going. <laughs> how, how fare you, Wendell? Uh, you know, to be honest, not great. Not great. Um, you know, we've been, we've been at this for quite a while and there's still so much that seems uncertain to me and so much that has the opportunity to go wrong. And I, you know, I don't, I just don't see this, I don't see this, this, this working for us. I don't see this coming, you know, coming up in our favor. Uh, and it's, oh man, it's tired. It's tired on my bones. It's. It, it, I don't sleep so well anymore, and uh, even the thought of even the thought of what will happen if we do succeed, you know, doesn't give me any 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 joy or any any sort of uh, sort of respite. So like, I don't how how do you how do you keep doing doing this? How do you keep doing this? You've got you know you know what's going to happen sort of. 
I can only guess, and I'm still like, you know, I blank out from time to time. You know, what do you? How do you do it? He he smiles and gives a chuckle, which you. He's always been very straight faced to you uh, or mute uh, the two the two times you've interacted with him. Um, but he he gives a, a fairly weak laugh and he says, up until now, it has been very easy because I have known what to do. I have known precisely the actions I must take or how I must guide the hands of others to ensure we reach now. But there are. I can't see what happens after tomorrow. There are so many possibilities that it is just static. And so all I have now is faith that we've brought the right people together to ensure that we are successful. And if I, I, I guess the solace that I take, and I don't, I don't feel this will help you, Wendell, but the solace I take is that I don't believe anyone else could do it but me. But I suppose that brings an interesting question. You also lost your twin. And do you still mourn for her? Hmm. <clears throat> uh... So where are we right now? We're just like we're out on a we're out on like the lowest balcony of a level of balconies facing out. The, you're, the desert. you're you're on the highest balcony of a level of balconies. It's okay. facing out into the desert. Yeah. OK. Uh, it's like a so, platform for the yeah. entire desert. Yeah. Uh, is it like night like proper nighttime? Uh, yeah, it's uh, the moon is up. The sunset was probably a couple hours ago. OK, so. Uh, Wendell's Wendell's gonna he's gonna like stand there at the edge of the balcony and he's gonna look look out um, and he's not gonna turn to Zanel but he's gonna he's gonna answer his question with another question. Uh, what was it like when you found out that you were magical? He says I am a tiefling, and so quite frankly, it was not much different than before. <clears throat> Uh, I am looked upon as one who cannot be trusted and as one who uh, is a danger to society. And then finding out that not only am I magic, but I am the one you should trust the most. It is a difficult life to live. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's rough, man. I... You know, I've realized that we've all had different circumstances that have all led us to this this position. And none of us none of us asked for this. Um, maybe the emperor asked for this. No, no, none of us asked for this. Um, but I, I, I think about her often. Um, but I don't really I don't really talk about it. I don't really tell anybody about it. But it if I could if I could change the way things have been, if I could go back and, and change it somehow, I think I would. If not for me, then for her. Because knowing, hmm? knowing what what awaited you, 
you would have let her take this responsibility instead? I she's always she she was always better than me. Uh, I, you know, if someone was able to do my job better, um, I would have picked her regardless of whether or not she she was the one who happened to be my my twin. But I she didn't want to do it. She didn't want the the burden and she didn't think or she didn't think she could she could handle handle the 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 magical aspect of it. But, you know, I I maybe I should have maybe I should have chose chosen differently. Uh, not that, you know, I don't know, not not that this is. Not that this isn't something that I'm not going to do my best at, but because we need we need we need to do this like this. There's no there's no option. This isn't this isn't something that we can we can fail in. So we need you know, everyone's got to bring their A game. And, you know, maybe someone's A game isn't enough to to pass the test. I was always a D student, you know, D C C minus maybe. But it man, it's just everything feels heavy. Everything feels. Yeah, you know, he he nods because everything we have done has led us to now. And the scariest thing is not knowing what comes next. I believe we have the right group together and I believe we can bring our a game, if you will. I, you know, I. You more than anybody are probably probably uh know know what's know what the game is like that we're about to play, so you know, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna give it my all one way or the other. Might might have to lean more on Barbaris than I'd like to, but you know. We'll all we'll all get there. We'll all get there. He laughs and goes, Yes, well get some rest. Sounds like we're all going to need it. Yeah, you too. And he turns back toward the horizon. Tim, oh, what do you me. do? Your 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 stomach's probably in knots, or are you at peace? Honestly, I I think Tim is very at peace at this moment, like knowing it's coming. Um, and like having now a, uh, a definite time frame of when it's going to happen, I think is, uh, like all of the, the pressure is off at this point. So what do you do with your, what you believe to be your last night? Yeah, I think, um, I think there, there are some conversations to be had. I think, uh, Tim would talk to Robin first. Okay. Um, like I, I guess yeah. Tim would would go find Robin. <clears throat> um, hey Robin. <laughs> hey bud, how you doing? How you feeling? Uh, I think I'm, I'm as good as I can be. Um, all things considered. Yeah. You, uh, um, oh, go on. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you may have noticed um, I don't 
have a lot of, um, we'll call them earthly attachments. Um, like there's not a, a whole lot of people I surround myself with. There's not a whole lot of things I surround myself with. Um, but I am very grateful uh, for the opportunity to have gotten to know you, um, to have seen you change at least a little bit uh, and be slightly less selfish than you once were. Well, uh, geez, bud. Uh, listen, I, I never really understood why you had an affinity towards me. I, I'm nothing but rude to you. We're almost polar opposites. Um, but you're always there, you know, even when I don't want you to be. You're you're always there. Oh, and, I know. <laughs> uh, I just, why? Uh, you know, I always, initially it started as a keeping you out of trouble. Um, <laughs> fair, fair. Uh, I think as we've gotten to know each other better, it's become more of a, I don't know, you're just, you're the only person in this group that I think I identify with. I, I can't tell you how much that means to me because you're a better man than I will ever be in my lifetime. Uh, and I, I know what needs to happen but I think, I don't know, don't you, don't, don't you want to run away? Don't you want to leave? Don't you want to save yourself? I think everybody who goes through events like this wants to run away. Um, I can help you. I can help you run away. <laughs> and no, for real, don't laugh. I, 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 but I'm you know I'm at the end of my life anyway. Like, there weren't a whole lot of years left on this ride. Um, like, it, if it doesn't happen tomorrow or today, it happens a week from now, a month from now, you know, it's soon. Um, so why not, you know, know when it's coming uh, and do whatever I can to help the entire world? <laughs> Like I said, you're you're a better. I guess we're not humans. I shouldn't say you're a better human than me. You're a better person than I am, than I will ever be. And no matter what happens tomorrow or whenever, you know, I I'll never forget what you've taught me about, you know, morality and non-attachment stuff that I frankly knew nothing about. <laughs> And struggle with a little bit still. Yeah, no, yeah, I see that. Still, but you know, I have, I, I agree, I have changed and you have been instrumental in that. And I, I thank you for being the, the father slash grandfather figure I, <laughs> I have always wanted, but never had. I think Tim would like offer a hug. Robin, Robin would give him a hug. Okay. And then she'd put him down and say, don't ever touch me again. <laughs> I don't think you'll have to worry about that. So, Robin, how do you spend 
the time to yourself. You had mentioned, you know, you could you could run away, you could help Tim run away, and yet and yet you're here. And you know, right. the not nine months ago, you got on a boat for the sake of getting getting away from people who who are after you, and now you find yourself on the precipice of saving the world. Like, why are you still here? I mean, honestly, you know, uh, I I have found friendship and camaraderie, things that uh, I never thought I would find. I'm Robin's always kind of been a, a one man wolf pack, but she's found her tribe. And uh, also she fucking hates the Empire. So anything that brings on the uh, the downfall of Emperor Barbarossa uh, is well worth her time. Also, there might be riches and fame involved afterwards. This is true. It's always riches and fame to be had, assuming you live. (laughs) Assuming I live. But, I mean, honestly, you know, I think Robin has learned from Tim, we all got to go sometime. And if I'm going to go, I'd rather go fighting than running. Do you, um, you know, besides... You talk with Tim. Do you talk with anyone else or do you kind of keep to yourself? I think I think I would more keep to myself. I think Robin is really affected by, you know, Tim's, uh, uh, you know, decision to to go on with with uh, what he needs to do, despite what the result will be. So I think she's just going to chill on her own also she has a tummy ache so she's just gonna chill that's fair wayne how are you feeling you've uh you've 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 learned a little bit in the last day about your your goddess and her her being uh you know not not doing great you've also had a tumultuous relationship with her uh since uh goodness quite some time ago how is wayne feeling uh i guess my first question is is there um, a chapel to Mistra in this tower? Because I know there was in all the other towers. There, there is not. There is not. Um, okay. No, you, you, you can see that where where Earhart is and where this pillar of light is shining, um, there is uh, like what looks like an altar. So it. Uh, it looks like that the if, if there is a, a chapel of sorts, it's in use uh, at the moment. But this this whole place is where Mistra can come to the material plane. So this kind of is is a shrine. Uh, so then Wayne is just kind of walking up and down this long hallway in the middle here, um, pacing and muttering to himself. Uh, just it, it's very clear that looking at him, he is angry and distressed. Um, but what what's going through his head is uh, the the deal that he made with the Hags um, to to save Wendell, and just thinking that if he had been stronger in his faith, none of this would have happened. Uh, and and he's terrified that it's all his fault that that mistra is in trouble now yeah i think wayne is so caught up in in his thoughts and his um um, pacing that it kind of catches him off guard when a large hand is placed on his shoulder um and you turn around and it is uh shuja 
uh, who you've 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 seen, you haven't met, but you you know of her. She's a loxodon. She's the only the, the, the only um, elephant person who you've met. But she has uh, uh, Mistrin robes, a uh, large star of Mistra that is on her her necklace, and you know that she is a cleric of Mistra, the only one in the liberation. Um, and she um, looks at you, very obvious concern in in her eyes. Are are you are you doing okay, Paladin Wayne? No, I I just don't understand why we can't get this ritual done faster to bring her here and and save Mistra. We're wasting time. It does. It is frustrating to not be able to do anything. I I, I understand. Um. I, I know that you've been you've been away for for some time, um, and um, one of one of the prisoners who came out of there was telling me that time doesn't really pass where you were. Um, so like, it's been weird here because for me, it's been four months knowing that Mistra's in trouble, um, and feeling a weird connection to her you know some something something invaded dwemerheart and corrupted her realm and mistra she couldn't choose between upkeeping the weave and correcting that corruption so she chose us and she chose to to flee um dwemerheart and knowing knowing that that even even in danger she still chooses her children that's the strength that i've been relying on um and now and now yes she is she's trapped between planes and we have to wait until just the right moment to pull her down and that that is a knowledge that we could get that wrong is a burden for all of us and i know that's especially for for you and me wayne but but we're we're gonna do it. And what if it was our fault that something was able to invade Dwemerheart? What if what if we weren't strong enough, and that's what caused something to to get in there? And she gets here and and rejects our love and realizes that this was the wrong decision to make. She she nods for a moment, really taking in what you said. Was, you know, Mistra is not a good goddess, nor nor is she one of malice. But Mistra is not is, is not good. She she's not Lathander, who 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 will who will protect his his children all. All of whom are in his light, no matter what. Um, and he's he's not uh, a Torog who will will seek to manipulate those. Um, she simply is. And the road that we travel will be made, Wayne, of it, of right decisions and of wrong decisions. But Mistra doesn't care about that. She cares about the will to make decisions. That's what keeps us connected to her. 
and she hasn't abandoned you. And let's say that you're right, that it is somehow our fault. She's a goddess. She has the ability to simply stop, to cut us off. And she hasn't. She is a mother. She trusts that you can do what can be done. And if she hasn't cast you out for a betrayal that you think you've dealt, then she must instead help you back on your feet as all mothers do. She will give you whatever you need to to get past whatever you're dealing with. And that's what all of us who went through through studies as a cleric, we know that in our moment of need, even if we do not know that we are in need, our gods will come to us and give us the tools to succeed. And it is rejection of those tools that is a disservice to our God. I hope that I hope that helps, Wayne. It gives me more to think about, to be sure. She uh, will offer her hands to you and be like, um, I can pray for you if you'd like. Wayne slowly takes her hand, still not 100% sure he he deserves it, um, but just slowly reaches out and, and takes her hands. And she closes her eyes, and you do as well, because that's how you pray. He goes, oh, gracious mother of magic, I pray now not for myself, but for one of your instruments. This one is weary, mother. He, he is weary from the trials you have set before him in his journey to this moment. He is weary from the burden your enemies have placed upon him to defend you. Our Lady of Mysteries, he is weary from the divine knowledge he has of the challenges yet to come. Oh, Mistra, I, I humbly pray for your faith in him. The battering storm in his heart can only be quelled with the trust you place in your shield. The raging conflicts in his soul can be soothed only by the resolve you place in your sword. Bless this one now, Mistra, and may you one day let him rest. She sits in, in silence for a moment and then lets go of your hands. Uh, Wayne slowly blinks open and says, you obviously have a much stronger connection to the goddess than, than I do. Do you know why I would have been given these gifts and, um, he will hold out the scissors, the ornate scissors, and the um, the mysterious amulet. She will look at the amulet and will shrug and go, "I've I've never seen anything like that." And then she sees the scissors and looks at them, and she goes, "This is made with." Um, this is a very special metal. There are relics that 
exist in the world. Um, they're called Stars of Mistra, and they are uh, like this. And sh- she holds up her, her necklace. She goes, her, her most devout followers, um, she she gives this to. It, it is a metal cap- capable of fending off even the most corrupt of magic. If she gave it to you in the form of of scissors, it perhaps is a message to help you cut something out maybe to like like a like a cancer or a something that has perhaps it's 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 symbolism maybe you have i don't know a a dark side or a uh you know a loss of faith that you need to cut away from you but i you you would know more than i would wayne our connection to Mr. Both of us is strong. It is just different. And let's say this was a a physical thing that I needed to cut. Would you be able to help me destroy it once it was removed? Um, I'll do my best. Uh, she reaches behind her back and pulls out a war hammer that has... Uh, the markings of Mistra all over it. Wayne's going to take her hand and, and lead her off to a place where there's less people and pull his shield away from his side, revealing the hag sack. I, I think this is the, the darkness that I'm being told to remove. And I fear what will happen once I do remove it. She holds up her, her war hammer and goes, there is nothing that Mistra cannot quell. And Wayne is going to attempt to cut the hag sack off. Yeah, you reach down with the these fancy scissors and you place it between the strap and it like a hot knife through butter cuts through and immediately the strap that was like embedded in your armor whips back and this thing rears and flops on the ground and begins to writhe and uh, scoot across the ground and you you hear a cackling the As it shrivels and warps and dissolves to ash. But what if we need the hags again? (laughs) And you immediately, Wayne, feel better. Like, you don't realize how bad you felt prior to now, but it is like a, a, a depression has been lifted from you and you're the the world seems brighter and more colorful and uh it astounds you this difference in feeling shudra i i want to thank you for the help you've given me with with the removal of this i it, it no longer feels like it's i'm i'm just doing my duty to save mistra but more like i am doing it because i am her chosen and 
it's not just my duty, but I want to save her. She blinks and a large tear comes from one of her eyes and she looks surprised by it. And it, as it falls off her face, it sparkles and takes shape as a uh, silver star clatters to the ground Yo. and uh, lands at your feet. Duh, I'm going to pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> and it is a star of Mistra, like the one that you gave up before. Is it the exact same one or is it a, a different one? You don't know. They all look the same. Cool. Uh, uh, Sh- 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 Shujo will say, I think that should give you your answer as to how she feels about you. I agree. Get, get some rest, Wayne. You're going to need it. Uh, Wayne will go up into... I know I know. Uh, the, the viewers can't see the map, but... Um, it looks like there's these little five foot wide corridors. Mm-hmm. Um, Wayne's just going to go up into one of those, kneel down and, and pray facing the altar from up there for a, a few minutes before promptly falling asleep. Yeah. And then the morning comes, the sun begins to rise and you all hear horns blaring from from down the mountain that's what, what what stirs most of you and as you wake up and you head over toward the you know the edge of the sanctum and you look down toward the desert sands you can see that an army has reached the middle of the desert and the base of sears mountain you can see that the the red banner of the scarlet empire flies amid a sea of black armor and immediately the the few soldiers that are up here with you begin moving around. People start gathering their equipment and Zanero will approach uh, the four of you. You you should know Mistra has now aligned with our plane and we can summon her now. This will require the transmuter and gestures to Wendell and the knight and will gesture to Wayne. And myself, uh, we, we should obviously keep a few defenders here, but everyone else is tasked with keeping our attackers at bay. And as you guys look around, you can see everyone who heard that announcement looks very uncomfortable, as if they're having this silent question of who gets to stay behind and who gets to go to battle with an army of Blackguard soldiers and the Emperor himself. <clears throat> oh, I see. Okay, nobody's gonna volunteer. Uh, oh well, no! I mean, uh, I'll go. I, I, I have nothing to lose. You, you feel a hand on your shoulder, Tim, and it's a wrink. It's a wrinkly hand, oh. and you hear. Uh, I think, my <laughs> old friend, perhaps we leave this god stuff to the younger generation. How about you and I go? Uh, Fuck up the empire, huh? And it is Barbaris, master of 100 spells. More like barbacle guy with five hands. <laughs> All of them touching me right now. 
there are three mage hands touching other parts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, normally I would make a comment here, Barbaris, about how you are the younger generation, but I agree with you. He he points to um, two other soldiers uh, you guys would know as Samurai Jack and uh, Mike Mike Theliar. Um, uh, and he goes, all right, Tim, the half elf, and you too. I have a name, Robin. Robin. I will probably forget it, but we'll do our best. Cool. Robin, let us go down <laughs> and wage battle. Uh, but before they leave, Wayne is going to grab Tim's shoulder and get down on his level. Tim, I, I promised to protect you the other night, but you you have to understand I, I have to be here for Mistra. I understand, Wayne. So you aren't allowed to die down there, you hear me? I will do my best. Right. And then uh, Wayne is going to offer a hug. Man. Uh, Tim will hug Wayne. <laughs> he thought, he said, eh. <laughs> you, yes, you uh, get completely enveloped in his very hairy bugbear arms. Yeah, <laughs> his weird arms wrap all the way around and back to Wayne's body. It's just, it's weird and creepy. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, old, you old eventually split, you eventually you split up. Uh, Wayne, Wendell, Zanero, Blizzard the Wizard, and Lieutenant Clancy Beauregard the Second the Barbarian all remain up and the Sanctum. Everyone else heads down toward the uh, the desert. Uh, Tim, Robin, Jack, and Mike. So Samurai Jack is uh, Riley's other character sheet. Uh, Mike Celiar is Sam's other character sheet make sure you guys familiarize yourselves with your alternate sheets you accompany barbarus down the mountain you you move with with purpose and you're hurrying down the uh, the switchbacks at one point you hear duck as um, barbarus drops to one knee and you all instinctively drop as a massive fireball goes flying past you down toward the desert and when you look up you can see the two sorcerers of evocation are raining destruction down on the army. You pick up the pace, sliding down some of the cliff sides. You occasionally will just leap and feather fall down with Barbaris. And as you get closer to the base of the mountain, uh, the, the first wave of soldiers are getting closer and closer to you. At one point, uh, two soldiers who you hadn't noticed will, will leap out toward you, weapons raised to kill, and then suddenly vanish. And then a gust of wind will blow past no, you. No. You will hear on the wind, prepare for travel, as the two abjurers rush down toward the battle. Things are starting to pick up. What do you do? Uh, I mean, I'm probably the fastest person in this group. Um, I think, like... I'm not going to recklessly throw my life away, but I uh, I think I would charge in head on. Yeah, you have a pretty good view from from where you are because you're still, you know, a portion of a mountain up. You can see most of the army is still in the desert and looking out. They're all kind of moving uh, to 
to the east, like around the base of the mountain. They're they're not all all climbing the mountain. Um, they're they're the wave of soldiers that that are, and some of the wizards who accompanied Olan here are uh, were blasting them f- from up top. Why don't you go ahead and y- you all roll perception for me? Yes, I see things sometimes. Mike Vellier rolled a twenty-two. Uh, Tim rolled a thirteen. Samurai Jackets an eleven. 15. What was that, Robin? I said Robin rolled a 15. Okay. Uh, So, um, goodness, everyone except Samurai Jack, um, (laughs) you notice uh, that the Emperor is not there. Like you've you you know what what the Emperor's army looks like. There is always a massive banner and the Emperor sits upon his steed watching the battle. And the Emperor is not here. It's a bit insulting, don't you think? Wait, Samurai Jack doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> They're all here. They're all assembled to fight us, every last one of them. Oh, that's a little odd. I think I can make out the Emperor back there in the back. He's the he's the scrawny guy. Nope. No. What? My, no. But then the guy next to him? No. No. Nope. Mm. Not the there Emperor. There is no Emperor down there. Jack. What? No, no. Of course, there's an emperor down there. He's got to be leading the army that's coming here. I don't. I don't see him, man. Ah, I know why. And I kind of like run my finger across the the my sword blade. He's afraid of us, isn't he? Yes. Emperor Barbarossa, (laughs) the great chronomancer, is afraid of you, Jack. I laugh and gesticulate crudely toward the enemy army. What do you guys do with this information? <laughs> um, well, that is, uh, that's concerning. Hmm. Like, well, our, our job here is to stop them from getting up the mountain. So, like, we have to stay here. We have to trust that everybody up top can handle themselves if the emperor shows up should we send a message somehow yeah uh does anyone have a pet crow or something god you know bambodal over here has probably got a fucking spell that'll that'll handle that that's you you're bambo yeah i thought you were the third person i i of course am barbarous Master of 100 spells. Yeah, please Great. tell me one of those spells is message. Uh, message, of course, wouldn't reach from here, but I can conjure an animal messenger, perhaps. Yeah, that. Why don't Great. you all roll insight for me while he, he summons forth and he will tap his staff Ugh. and go, come forth, animal companion. And <laughs> uh, like a uh like uh what is a meerkat a meerkat will pop out of the ground and run over and (laughs) climb up his staff and he'll be like all right we've got a message to give to those up top and he looks down to tim tim or timon (laughs) (laughs) uh well tell him that the emperor isn't with the army not to me talk to the meerkat (laughs) 
Well, I, I don't know how this spell works. You give a message to the meerkat, and he waves the staff in front of you with the meerkat on it. The emperor is not with the army. Uh, maybe be prepared. The meerkat. That's a, that's a, that's a different a song from the Lion King. And then goes down, <laughs> and runs up the mountain. Do you all roll insight for me? Yes. Uh, Tim rolled a fifteen. Mike Vellier rolled a four. Jack rolled a six. Robin rolled a thirteen. Ooh. Tim and Robin, <coughs> you you know, um, you guys know the the might of the uh, the Scarlet Empire. You know that there is no reason that this army shouldn't be climbing this mountain right now. And you like it doesn't make sense that it is instead moving eastward, which, Tim, you notice is drawing your forces eastward. And that makes you think, what are they trying to draw your attention away from? Is there like there's nothing else that we can see on the horizon or whatever? On the horizon, no. But they are moving around the mountain, pulling your forces toward the east to to engage them, leaving essentially the west side unpopulated. I mean, are are the evokers like spells still reaching them? Like, is everybody able to like? Yeah. Like, are we still, we're still damaging them and none of us have engaged so far? Right. You're, um, so you had some ground forces, some soldiers that have run down the mountain. There are some war mages that are down there. They're all moving toward the east now to, to meet the army instead of the army coming up to meet them. And uh, the evokers are, you know, about halfway up the mountain, just launching spells that they can stay where they are. But you get the feeling that this army is trying to draw your attention away from something and how they are maneuvering and not just rushing you. I think we, we need to stop our advance. I don't know how we do that. Are we, so are we still up on the mountain? Yeah. So uh, uh, you guys are, are nearing the base of the mountain, but you can see now that uh, the way to the west is uh, devoid of any of your your army, and you know there's one or two black guard over there. Most of the army is moving east, drawing your forces away from uh, the west side. But you said there are still some on the west side, like uh, one or two. Just spaced out, and they are not engaging anyone. Mm-hmm. Mister, uh, Mister Bam are you ready to give the order to 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 get them? Look at the right, the right there. Am I am I in charge of an army now? Are you in charge, Tim? <laughs> he, he is. He is the oldest. I think that's a bad method of choosing a leader. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been saying, and yet they keep putting me in charge of things. I know. Remember well, how badly you messed that up last time? Oh wait, I've got the I've got I, military rank. <laughs> I believe it's either you or Barbaris that is in control right now. Well, Barbaris, like we can't just leave this flank exposed here. No, it seems a little fishy to me. 
Why isn't the emperor here? Right. Why isn't he with his army? Why are they pulling us away? It all seems strange. He's got to be here somewhere. Yes. So should some of us, like, go over there? Well, I feel like we need to leave some level of protection on this side. And then, I mean, we're going to have to engage that army at some point anyway. Yeah, preferably not on, like, the flat ground. I'd like it if they had to run up the hill to get to us. Right, well, we we don't have to go to them. We can make them come to us, but we need to be in between them and the top. Why are they standing there? And he points over maybe a couple hundred feet uh, to the west. There's like a little little hill, and there's a black guard just standing there, hand on his sword hilt, but still sheathed. Where I mean, we're old. Why wouldn't they just come and? Is it when they were marching around? Is there any like dust coming up or anything like that? Yeah, I mean the sand, you know, but yeah. not nothing, nothing major. Maybe, maybe they're an illusion. Maybe. I don't know. I am not much of a scout, but I could make my way down if you'd like. Uh, Barbaris, do you think you can, like, maybe wreck that one by the the hill real quick? Yes. I know just the spell. My dear friend Milf taught me this once. It is a spell. Is it an acid arrow? No, it's not an acid. I do while well, I do know that one is he reaches down and he picks up some rocks from the ground. He goes, No, it requires a, a just a little component of some stones, and he tosses them up, taps his staff, and they immediately enlarge to some uh, fiery meteors. And he goes, I call it <laughs> Melf's minute meteor. And he taps his staff and they go flying across, crunch this this guard, and the guard collapses to the ground. <coughs> drink some water that voice does a number on my throat does anything like change in how anything is going or is that just one guy's down one guy is down okay i mean we can pick him up <laughs> it one seemed by one. to it did seem to surprise him <laughs> but nobody else is moving i mean i mean the the, the army and your army are pretty f- far away from you at this point did you say something robin i didn't hear you Oh, I said uh, we could just pick them off one by one. Just kill them one by one. It looks like uh, not, looks like that's an idea. Not even Master Barbaris has enough spell slots to kill all these guys. Well, <clears throat> it was an idea. Don't make judgments about me. And he walks over t- toward the dead black guard, and he reaches down and starts rifling through his pockets. Man, you're not going to judge me for taking what's no longer important to them. And he takes out a little coin purse. <laughs> I'm a little yes. judgy. <laughs> I I feel we have more important things to be doing. Than pillaging corpses, barbarous. Yeah, yeah barbarous. barbarous. How dare you? I didn't figure you for a battlefield looter. That's... It's a bit much. Perhaps they have, uh, you know, components I could use for my spells. Mm-hmm. And then he, he he 
looks over over the hill because he's now up on this hill looking down the other side and he will kind of do a little little wave over to you i make my we go over to go over to barbaris he points he points down and he's being uh much more serious now he points down and you can see there's a river that flows down from the mountain um, and you you briefly get a glimpse of a black guard soldier uh, running up along the side of the river before uh, you lose him behind one of the cliffs. Mm. Do you know what's that way? Uh, the mouth of the river? Oh, a, a simple no would have sufficed. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. no. I, I don't. What is um, that way? No, I'm I'm asking. I I don't know. Oh, something yeah. that they know about that we don't. It seems we should probably investigate that. Yeah, I was about to say, can I roll investigation to maybe see if I could you come know. to the conclusion if it's attached to the temple area where there was water? Sure. Um, you can roll. I would call that uh, insight or history. They're both twos. All right. Uh, eight. Eight. Okay. Uh, you're not sure. You you still find it strange that there is any guards off from the side. Uh, Jack, you rolled an 18. Um, okay. You when you were coming here with with the army, you were you were told the story um, that that Sam had told about how you had all fallen into a tomb. And uh, that had led deep under the mountain. And so it is assumed there is a network of uh, tunnels and caves that go into the mountain itself. Okay. Um, mm. do, you, do you guys think they might be trying to tunnel into the mountain from below? I feel I, like I, I spent an honor token to get those blown up. No, no, no. This is this is not the the dividers mountains, which you oh, super did. Wrong mountains, my yeah, bad. <laughs> this is this is one single mountain that you guys know. Underneath it is um, or the seer's tomb, where you right, teleported right, okay. right to the top. That's right. right. You also found dead black guard inside of it. Right. Right. Jack. So right. Yeah, but they've been here for a minute. Yeah. And they're trying to get to the top. We got to go back down. Back back down where? Well, into the, the Seer's tomb. Oh. I mean, you've never been there, Samurai Jack, but uh, we know the way. Me and Tim. Oh, right. is it? Why don't we just go chase after them? And he points down toward the river. Well, yes, let's, let's do that. All right. Any, any objections okay. or? Whatever will make it easier at the top. I don't know. And he hikes his robes up and starts heading down. Clomping away. As you guys turn the corner, <laughs> looking down this river river valley that goes up toward the mountain, you see an entire squadron of Blackguard. At, at least 70 soldiers all standing there facing you like they are guarding something. And you see... Way behind them, there's a waterfall, and you can see uh, the glint uh, of black armor and the distinct red hair of the person wearing it. 
Ooh, bud. Uh, I oh, I think. <laughs> I I think Mike would immediately cast uh, a couple uh, Eldritch blasts at at him. Like way way off to the emperor that's far away. Six hundred feet range. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> Mike, without skipping a beat, you just fire off two two blasts, and uh, they you can't even see what it does when it reaches it so far away. But you turn them over, and all the black guard draw their weapons, and you all instinctively draw your weapons. And Tim, you put your dukes up, knowing full well that you this is an army. And then you hear, "Hey, Tim." Oh, Do you yeah. remember when we were younger? I remember and you when you were like younger. to mock me for not knowing any original spells. I do. I do recall that. Hi. I've finally taken your advice and have invented a spell of my own. Only took I imagine a century. My, I would make proud my good friends, you know, Tasha and then uh, the Tensor and the Mordenkainen, of course, and Oslo. Um, naming Ardaluke, Vicky, Melf, Sidak. What's your spell called, Barbara? Oh, right, 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 right. Let me introduce you to my most most powerful spell. And he raises his hands, and all seven of his spell books float up out of his bag and in front of him, and they begin to burn as if they are components to a spell. Oh. And he holds his staff out in front of him, and the light, the joke that he had begins to light. He goes, I call it Barbaris's Barbaris Conflagration. And he holds his staff up, and there's this bright light from this gem. And then, stillness. Nothing happens. Well, that and looked then, cool. <clears throat> what happens next is difficult to describe succinctly. It begins with a cacophony of noise from the entire squadron before you as they begin either screaming, laughing, or dancing all at once. Simultaneously, you begin to see fire, ice, lightning, and acid all begin to rain down on this entire army, some of it with such force that it crushes some soldiers into the ground instantly. A swirl of giant spectral hands begins swirling around and grabbing soldiers and punching some and breaking the bones of others. Ghostly hounds leap from the ether and begin biting at the necks of whatever they can grab. And any of these soldiers that try to escape run headfirst into the translucent walls of a magnificent mansion that is building around them. Tim, you instinctively begin to count. And Mike, it's all hundred of his you also count. And you come to the realization, the realization of what you were seeing. Barbaris's most powerful spell is the simultaneous casting of 100 <laughs> different spells. <laughs> and Barbaris, his hair flying back, will go, all right, you go get the emperor. You see small black discs begin to appear beneath the feet of some of the soldiers and then spring up, launching some of them hundreds of feet into the air. It is a sight to behold, but the path forward is clear. Glad he's on our side. Yeah, Jesus, fuck. I mean, Mr. Fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you, Barbaris. Barbaris, be praised. 
Never thought I would say those words. Be praised. Wow. He, he, take magic. Take, yeah, magic takes a lot out of you. Barbarous master of hundred spells is actually twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay you uh as you run forward you guys come to a uh a waterfall basin you are running up one side of of the bank and you can see on the other side um is uh the emperor and a single black guard soldier they are Tr- look looks like they're trying to climb up to get behind the waterfall. They have not noticed you yet. Uh, we'll give you guys a chance to make your plan as to what it is you want to do. Wait, they haven't noticed us from the entire, like, the hundred spells going off? Yeah, well, th- th- it seems like that's acted as a pretty great distraction. Okay, okay. At least they don't seem to be looking at you. Okay. Yeah, there is this maelstrom of destruction happening behind you. Okay. The Emperor's Pod kind of looks like a little Ginger Pippin. <laughs> Ginger Pippin was his nickname in high school. Aww. That's why he decided to stop time and kill everybody. <laughs> I don't. I think that's the Black Guard. I don't think that's. I think the other no. one is. Barbara. This. This is the Emperor. Ginger, Ginger Pippin. Oh, the other guy looks way more imposing. Yeah. Well, you can. You don't. Doesn't matter what you look like when you can stop time. I, you know. That's fair. All right. All right, team. I could let let ah uh, yeah so, uh, what? Let's <laughs> have a minute. Jack, I mean, Jack, uh, Jack doesn't know he's the, he's the time wizard, right? You've been briefed. Briefed enough to know that like that's the time wizard, Jack. That that's a time wizard, yeah. Wait. Okay, so like. He has perfect recollection of time, no matter like where he is or whether. Let's he pretend for time. the moment that you understand what that means. <laughs> <laughs> we obviously can't prevail with a head-on assault. Well, I do my best work hidden in the shadows, so I stay here. I think here. the concern that you all need to have is uh, for that black guard. I think I can handle Barbarossa. Are you sure? Because the report the report led me to believe that we are grossly unqualified for this task. I think a lot of people are. I might be one of the few that is not. All right. Well, I've killed, you know, Blackguard in my day. So that should be an easy, easy task to 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 follow through on. How do you do you want to like do you want to do you want to do a diversion? You want us to divert his attention? Do we you know, what do you what are you thinking, Tim? Um, I mean, hmm. I'll cover you with my bow, but I do work best in the shadows. I do a lot more damage with sneak attack. I've learned. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jed, where they're, where they're at on the map is where they're legitimately at. Yeah. Correct. Yep. And, uh, the waterfall is to the bottom, bottom, to right. The bottom. Okay. And so they're going to try and climb. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, um, my immediate thought is, uh, how, how long would it take you guys to get into a good position where you would have, like, the ability to just wreck that black guard real quick? Right now. <laughs> you could, you could do it right this second. Oh, it might take me a, a, a while, but I can attack him from right here. 
Okay. Can everybody else attack him from right here? I mean, mm-hmm. I'd like I would like to cross the river, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, you guys feel free to do that. All right. So I'm going to let you get into the position you want your tokens to be in. If you want to cross the river and not be seen, I'll just need a stealth check from you, Samurai Jack. Even if I do it like up here? Yes. If you want to splash across the river and not be seen, you need to make a stealth check. All right, all right, all right, all right. Um, And Uh, real quick while he's making that stealth check, you can see my line on there, right, Jed? Yep. Uh, Do I have line of sight or are the rocks in the way? You're you're a bit higher up. You have lost. Oh, I got a nine. <laughs> nine. Okay, great. Well, um, oops. I'm sorry. The, uh, you guys have a plan. Let's take a five minute break. Okay. And then we will come back, and we will we will continue the season finale of the Beacons of Balance. So we will be back shortly. Well, guys, we came back early because we can. We're awesome like that. We decided, no, wait, we will come back. So y'all have a plan. Meanwhile, the Sanctum Ritual is underway. Wayne and Wendell, you were each tasked with standing in one of the divination seals that are on uh, the far side of the... the, the sanctum, uh, and then Zanero is standing in the middle. You, uh, as the spell is cast, you each feel your energy slowly being being pulled out of you, as if you are batteries for a powerful spell. As the pillar that Earhart floats within pulses, and uh, lightning begins to to crack around you and and strike down. The the raw magic surging off of you is drawing the attention of Mother Nature herself. And that's not all whose attention you draw, however. Wayne, you hear it first. A familiar crackling that gives you a sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach. Wendell, you see a glint of metal soar past you off of the side of the mountain. Oh, no. And then you hear a thunk. Something heavy lands in the center of the sanctum. Oh, no. I forgot about him, but now he's back. (laughs) Standing at about nine feet tall, a golden chest plate with vines growing all through it. Two wings made of crackling electricity and a floating golden mask with no head to speak of. It would seem that your attention, or that, that, that it seems that your ritual has drawn the attention of the magic tamer once more. For the last time, everyone, everyone, please uh, click on your tokens and roll initiative. Group two, um, you will roll once we get back to to your page. Uh. A lieutenant Clancy Beauregard the second, the barbarian, uh, does get advantage on initiative rolls now. I'm going to start this cool boss music over that you guys can't hear, but the audience can. Nice. Uh, 
Glad I regained all my spell slots that are useless against the magic eater guy. Wayne rolled an 18. Uh, Lieutenant Clancy Beauregard II uh, rolled a 21. Also fast. Wendell got an 8. <laughs> and then do you got uh, Blizzard the Wizard, Eddie? I don't know if I you... I don't have Blizzard the Wizard. Uh... It should be under uh, Mass Battle NPCs. You will see Blizzard the Wizard. I'm so sorry. Uh... No, you're good. A- ass Battle NPCs, am I right? Which which one's... How do I click on my... Which one's my token? I think you're the blue oh, one. I, I, oh. No, you're the green one. Oh, okay, I'm the green one. Okay, my bad. Uh, Blizzard the Wizard. Initiative. The Blizzwiz. Cool. Word, word to your mother. Word Blizzard to your mother. Uh, let me see. Let me figure out the best way to not die. It's not looking good. Okay, we've got everyone, which means I get to roll initiative now. Oh, God. <laughs> um, let's bring him out. He's a slow boy. Okay. Uh, oh, excuse. All right, cool. So, <clears throat> uh, Liberation Soldier 2. I really should have changed the name in there. Um, you are up first. You guys are a little, a little down behind it. You see there is this, um, towering creature standing there and it, its attention is focused on Zanero. Am I number two or am I number three? Um, let's see. That is number two. The blue dot. The blue dot. Yep. I'm the blue dot. Yep. Okay. You're the fastest, Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Um, oops. Gotcha. Okay. Sorry. Oh, I gotta fix. This I'm tracking the overlay. What doing. Um, and that thing's up on like a platform. Yeah. Yes, what? it is up one level. Excellent. Um. All right. Well, I am going to go ahead and I believe enter a rage. <laughs> Um, we're going to start there, uh, and then he has something to move faster. I forget what that is. I think That's you just, just have being a barbarian movement now. No. Is that it? I think you just have, like, 40 speed now instead of 30 or something. I, th- I thought there was another thing that increased movement capability, but maybe not. So, 40. All right. Um, and let's see, I do have a javelin, uh, which seems like I should throw it at him. I can probably hit him. He's giant, right? Yeah, that makes sense. He's pretty big. (laughs) We're gonna throw a javelin at it. Do it. Oh, (laughs) that's no good. the, The waves of energy that are coming off of the pillar of light are definitely throwing off your aim. As it, it is kind of blown blown to the side. But hey, you got multiple attacks. I, I do. You are correct. I forgot about that. That's a thing with this guy. Okay. Try um, to hit him this time. <laughs> fuck off, Wendell. Uh, that's 10. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whip, whip behind you, pull out two javelins, and go, yeah, yeah. And they 
just blown away in the wind. Doesn't do great. All right, Wayne the Fourteenth. Zanero will look over to you, and he will call out, "I can maintain this. Handle it, please." Uh, Wayne, just without a second thought, is going to uh, jump off the edge of this railing. Uh, let's see. And then uh, gonna extend that extendoth wump. Do it. Uh, which, what was the range on that? Plus ten feet to range, so I have so many feet of range. Yeah, yeah it's absurd. You can hit it from where you are. Yeah. Why did I give you this item? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we are gonna extendoth wump the fuck out of it with a sixteen. Uh, 16 is uh, a miss. You 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 swing and it 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 connects, but it, it glances off the metal part of the armor. Okay, okay, and then we're gonna do it again. Fuck, that's 12. <laughs> that that one doesn't even glance. It it just misses. It's all right, guys, you're doing fine. All right, it'll be great. Oh, I need to use my other screen instead. All right, uh, Liberation Soldier three. That is Blizzard the Wizard. Blizzard the Wizard casts Magic Missile. Great. Magic Missile always hits. Oh. You also have a lot of you have a lot of spell slots now, so if you cast it at a higher level, it adds more dice that okay, it throws. How do I, okay. <laughs> how do I cast things at a higher level? When, when you cast it, should ask. Yeah. Okay. So I press the button. Nope, doesn't ask. Press the button. Nope, doesn't. Ask. No, you uh, do it from your. Let me let me pull it up for you. Give me just a second. <laughs> wizard the wizard. I don't think you're doing anything wrong. Oh, um, spells. Sorry. That's a change. Yeah, magic missile. Why is this not? Excuse us while we repair this problem. <laughs> I forget that you've never played like a magical character. I have never played. <laughs> No, it, it really does. Okay. Well, I guess um, for uh, so by default you get to do it three times, so two, three, and four, and that's just okay. damage that it's done. Um, and then if you want to cast it at a higher level, you can do it once more for each level that you cast it at. So like you have, for example, a third or fourth level spell slot because you have uh, as many as it says are here. You can uh, cast okay. it at that level if you want. Okay. Okay. Or you could just do the level one, which gets you three three missiles. At, uh, three missiles is what I'm going to do. Okay. Yeah, you whip your wand around, and these three bolts of magic fly out, and it strike it in the back, uh, dealing some some damage to it. That's, what's that, nine damage? Um, and you see it briefly shimmer a little bit, but it, there are some dents in its in the vines in the armor. Uh, it is the creature's turn, though, and it steps forward, and it's gonna it's gonna take a little swingy swang there at Wayne. I opened Wayne's character sheet by mistake. Uh, okay, it's gonna give uh, two slams with its uh, meaty arm. One and oh two. shit. Oof. Oh, no. That is a natural 20, followed uh, by a dirty 20. Mm-hmm. So that first hit, Wayne, if you get slammed with it, it's going to deal, uh, what's oh. that, 17 plus 9 is uh, 26. 
plus uh, 13 is 39, plus 7 is 46 points of damage. Uh, and a bunch of lightning crackles around it as your body is singed. And then that, uh, that second attack that hits you <clears throat> only does 16 points of damage. Oh only 16. God. <laughs> it's fine, guys. Wayne is just going to die in, like, round two. Yeah. It'll be great. <clears throat> Next season, I'll have a new character. You're like also Delier. thrown back by that. I'm gonna uh-huh, cool. I'm still in range. Back over here. <laughs> oh, I need to unclick off of. There we go. So that the audience doesn't just get to see how many hit points one character has. All right. Cool, Wendell. It's your turn. Oh man, it's demoralizing. I'm going to. I'm gonna click my heels together to activate my boots of flying. Great. You can fly. I'm going to fly uh, in between Zanero and the thing. 5, 10, 15, 45. And I'm going to float there, and I am going to cast Animate Objects. Okay. What are you going to animate? I'm going to animate the uh, the giant fucking statue behind him. It's a huge object, so I use 8 oh. out of the 10. My God. <laughs> Fantastic. And so with the last two, I'm going to animate uh, a statue of a raven like on a on a plinth somewhere. And I I want to command them both to attack uh, Gargantuan here. Is okay. it a statue of Mistra? I no. hope so. It looks it like a statue eight. of death. It is a statue of like a, a knight. Um, and I will go ahead and make it a little bigger for you just so you get the full... Yeah. Okay, you've got a a an animated statue, and then I'm sorry, what was the other thing? It's like it's a crow. It's a crow. I want a statue of a crow. Okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna have the I'm having both attack, but for more flavor, I'm gonna have them you know big statue, uh, fight it you know Godzilla King Kong spec, and I'm gonna have the the ray the crow go all like Harry Potter and the Snitch after his little his little sphere heart. <laughs> Okay, well, so you're going to have the, the – is it a small creature or a tiny creature that you're using? Oh, yeah. Um, so I think it's uh, the, 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 the medium – oh, medium targets, large targets, and huge targets. So I guess it has to be medium. So it's not a crow. It's actually a a uh, a sweet, like, n- naked angel statue. It's pretty sick. Okay, pretty, yeah. Pretty so metal. That, that happens. Um, but, like, with a bird's head. Wait, is it a naked lady statue or a naked? Yeah, child? yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a winged lady, but naked lady statue. It's a naked right. lady statue with like a crow head. Okay, great. And so then you're gonna have the um, goodness, you're gonna have it fight, <laughs> fight that thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Hell, hell yeah. Let's, so it's should, plus. Should I roll my. Yeah, roll one d twenty plus eight. Oh, I meant for my magic casting. Oh yeah. Also roll uh roll your D one hundred. Oh sorry, no, your your D twenty. D twenty. Seventeen. You hold okay. your magic in. Okay. Now okay. D twenty plus eight to attack. D twenty plus eight. Nineteen. That's a hit. Two D twelve plus four is the damage that this statue does. <laughs> 16. <laughs> so the statue 
stands to life and it turns around and it reaches like the uh like the chess piece in Harry Potter reaches down and pulls its sword out and comes over just takes a big chunk out of the the magic tamer it deals 16 points of damage um and uh yeah that carves a big old slash through those vines in its back uh, you also have the the statue, which can move 30 feet. It's down over here. I'm just going to move it 30 feet toward yep. you guys. Oh, I, that's that's enough. So you can now roll. If it's a medium object, that is a d20 plus 5. Suddenly, the action economy turns out of my favor. 23. That's a hit. Go ahead and roll. It's 2d6 on this one. 2d6 plus 1 is the damage. My, this is a powerful spell. Seven. Right. Yep, as the statue runs up, and it also, with its crow head, just pecks a big chunk <laughs> out of the the side of it. Um, and I think... And anything else you want to do there, Wendell? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, that's, uh, I think that's it for now. All right. Clan- Lieutenant Clancy Beauregard II, the Barbarian, it is your turn. Yeah, uh, I think I'm going to go into a frenzy as well. Um, Sounds good. After watching poor Wayne get wrecked and emboldened by these statues. Uh, and I'll go ahead and uh, run up, put myself in between uh, this thing and Zanero. And I believe that gives me three attacks. It does give you three attacks. And I'm going to pull out my great axe and just wail away on this thing. Well, that's a 24. Yep. <laughs> That'll do it. Uh, I'm going to make all three and then we'll see what happens. 19. And eight. The eight misses. <laughs> Excellent. So I'm going to make two attacks. <laughs> and that's going to be 17 damage and seven damage. 24 total points of damage. Yep. Lieutenant Clancy Beauregard II, the Barbarian, uh, leaps up with his great axe and does a little spin, cleaves down in its side, cleaves the other side, and it's a bad time. Wayne, it's your turn. Uh, I believe... Wait, Wayne uh, picks himself up off the ground and then takes a, a step forward, which puts him in range. Uh, and then he's going to go ahead and rage and shout out, Wendell, make sure they're aiming for the core. And uh, that's what Wayne is going to do as well, is aim for the core of this monster. That's right. 23. That's a hit. And, uh, you know, let's let's go ahead and use a level two smite on that. For a... Jesus, uh, 18 radiant slash rage damage and 14 bludgeoning damage for a total of 20, 32 Two. damage. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> and then we come to oh, Blizzard. I, I saw another attack. Oh, he still has another because he's raging. No, just because I have extra attack. Oh, just because he's got an extra attack. My bad. <laughs> 19. Uh, yeah, that's gonna that's going to hit it. Beautiful. For uh, just nine that time. Yeah. 
Uh, that's good. That's only nine damage. Uh, good. Where I want to make sure that I stay safe. Okay. <laughs> that brings us to uh, Blizzard the Wizard. The Wizard. All right. Blizzard's going to get in there. Blizzard's going to come over here next to the sexy naked lady. And let's look. Let's see. What looks fun? I'm going to do Ice Knife because I'm Blizzard the Wizard. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me try that again. Ice to meet you. Ice, yes. Um, <laughs> that's an 18. Yeah, so you you tap your wand, swing it around, this large blade of ice appears, and you fling it, and you know that it strikes true. But the magic tamer, kind of having had it up to here with all of y'all, uh, raises its hand, and an arc of lightning whips out grabs your ice knife and flips it around and uh, hits Wendell with it. That's an oh, 18 okay. versus Wendell's AC. Oh, whoopsie. Uh, that hits, but... And go ahead and roll damage. <laughs> uh, my bad. Uh... Make a dexterity save, Wendell. I'm dexterous. Saving throw. Ooh, I'm not. I'm not dexterous. Nine. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to take three damage. Uh, from piercing, from getting stabbed by it. You're going to uh, take four damage from the cold, as well as uh, Lieutenant Clancy Beauregard is going to take four damage, as is uh, Zanero. Oops. Sorry, guys. As the ice knife explodes and shards go in to everyone around, um, oh. but uh, that used its reaction. Oh. It is its turn now, however. I forgot, um, though. I forgot. Wizard the Wizard has a voice, and I forgot to use it. Oh, yeah. Go, go for it. I'm going to use Ice Knife. <laughs> and then it did Ah, work. my bones. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Bad guy's turn. The Magic Tamer is not having a great time. Um, and it is going to... Da, 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 da. It's going to cast a spell. It picked up a while ago. Oh, no. Um. Yeah. Okay. What is the charisma? What is the charisma save of a uh, animated object? Its charisma is one. <laughs> That's useful. Okay. Um. Wendell or Riley, can you make a um d twenty minus four roll, please? Yeah. One. Charlie is its name. Twelve. Nope. So the magic tamer turns, extends one hand at the giant kaiju, and with a, sorry, with a, it, it vanishes. Uh, the ah. spell you vaguely recall uh, uh, seeing the abjurers use on it a while back. Um, and that's going to turn and it's going to punch Clancy. No, it's not. It's going to take a step and it's going to punch Wendell. I believe, wouldn't that provoke an attack of opportunity from, from the, the other statue? statue? Yeah, you can roll a d20 plus five. Oh, you gotta get really. pecked, son! By the naked bird lady. 20! Ooh! That's a that's nat a 20, that's so a you can roll 4d6 plus one. This'll Goodness. show you. This'll show you all. Fourteen. Yeah, that's that's a lot of damage as it pecks. There's now a 
uh, a gaping hole in the vines, you can see into the the floating core that is there. Uh, and it's going to come over and it's going to it's going to give you one of these. That's a twenty-one oh. versus AC. Oh. That's far too much for me to bend luck successfully cool. to save my bones. <laughs> gonna do nineteen points of damage. You get you get smacked with a big old lightning hand. Don't like that. And Wendell, uh, that makes it your turn. What do you do? Your giant kaiju statue is no longer here to save you. Hold on. Uh, minus nineteen is forty-five. Uh, That's right. Fifty-five minus nineteen is thirty-six, right? I can do maths. That does that. That checks out. Yeah. That checks you out. You are straight. Uh. <clears throat> um. Okay. So. Well, one, so I'm going to use my bonus action to command my remaining statue to move forward and attack. I don't have control of them, so could you please move them forward to attack? Yeah. D20 plus five. That's a ten. That's a miss. Not going to do it. Um, oh... I can't remember, guys. Have I used the lightning on this thing before? I think I have. You have, and, and it did it not did not, do anything. It did not do anything, yeah. And, do, and does my, my counter spell, that only works for time magic, right? No. Uh, oh, sorry. Your, your counter spell is not counter spell, but it is. Yeah. Um, uh, it, it, it'll work magic. on any school of magic. You can change any school of magic to another school. It is designed, though, to help protect you against time magic. Okay, and it is a reaction, though. It is a reaction, that's correct. Okay. Um, I am going to... Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to use... Um, I'm just going to use... I'm going to use Magnify Gravity on the thing. Okay. Oh! This is, uh, it's not, not the Constitution best. Constitution save. That's a... Oh! That's a, that's a one. So, it's okay. It uh, takes six force damage, but then what happens to it? Uh, I believe it's knocked prone. On a failed save, the creature... You know, speed is halved until the end of its next turn. Oh. Yeah, it... Yeah. Uh, you see the the metal armor it has begins to crumple in as it falls to one knee, trying to hold itself back up. Um, and the rest of you really don't have a problem just beginning to wail on it and uh, go f- for that core. It's like it begins to arc and kind of freak out a little bit. Um, and it is it is quite a time. Meanwhile. Uh, oh, I got to roll for my spell thing. Yep. Go ahead and roll for that. On D twenty eleven. Great. Okay. Meanwhile, you guys on team um, fight the emperor. Uh, can you all now click on your tokens and roll oh initiative? God. You're rolling real good tonight, Riley. I'm plagued right now. I'm plagued. Unless my character is a, a naked beaked woman thing, then I'm not rolling very high. <laughs> Mike Hellier, roll a 
rolled a 21. Uh, Tim rolled a 20. Oh, Jacko in here with a 4. Eddie rolled... I have, uh, Eddie rolled a 16. Great. Okay. So... Um, you guys are given away. You don't get your surprise round because um, the the stealth didn't work. Jack, you can still move to where you were going to go. You just don't surprise the enemy. That is all. Way to go, Jack. But it is uh, uh, the black guard there will immediately draw his weapon and stand defensively of the emperor. And the emperor will look at you all for a moment and then roll his eyes and turn back to what he was doing. Mike, you are up. What do you do? What any good warlock does, Jed? Eldritch Blast for 25. As uh, you fire upon them, the Emperor will raise his hand um, and your shots, you you see at least um, uh, Mike, your shots strike where you aimed, but the black guard was uh, is five feet to the right. Tim, however, you have a new reaction that you can take if you choose I to do. use your reaction on it. Of course I do. So you uh, now have a go with the flow. You can use your reaction to keep pace with a change to the flow of time, allowing <laughs> you to take an action immediately. So you, uh, So you see the emperor raise his hand. And uh, you feel yourself uh, like separate from the world. You have that knot in your stomach, but like not the same as changing planes, but but still similar. And you you were ready for it this time. You can take an action right now. Not 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 a turn, an action attack, dash, disengage, dodge. Uh, The the dash action, I can take the dash action. Yeah. You have so like one action. I can move all of double my speed? Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I will take that opportunity to get right up close and personal with our dear redheaded friend. Yeah, so as he raises his hand and uh, the... Uh, like, you see what he does. He raises his hand, reaches up, grabs the black guard and just pulls him to the right. But as he's doing that, he turns his head and sees you full on sprinting toward him. And you see a look of across water across water. Yeah. You see a look of pure shock. And frankly, you feel he's not surprised. You can run on water. (laughs) He is surprised that you are keeping pace with him as his hand moves around and little symbols of, um, clocks are, are moving around it and uh, yeah you are now right up next to him and you see him go and it's your turn <laughs> excellent fuck him up Tim yeah um, beat this nerd up <laughs> I imagine him going to like just picking up the black guard like <laughs> moving him out of the way I'm gonna go ahead and like true to form give him uh one of my fists of air um and i'm gonna spend four key points total Ooh. on that 
Do to him what Ip Man does to literally everybody he meets. You're gonna fist him. <laughs> fist him, Tim. Fist him good. Yeah, give him the give him a good fist in. So he needs to make a strength saving throw. Oh, that reminds me. He also needs to roll initiative. It's what he needs to do. What oh, bastard. Um, strength um, saving blow. Okay. He, he does need to roll that too. Let me just real quick get him up in the order. It's uh, after most people. So, okay. Um, great. Uh, yeah, strength saving throw from the Emperor. Gotta say, not his particular strong suit. Um, I was banking on that. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he's a nerd. Uh, but wait. Uh, oh. before, before you tell me if that succeeds, uh, he is also going to bend his luck. Uh, and he is going to spend a uh, spend a sorcery point, uh, and spend two sorcery points, and he is going to add a d4. Um, My character which is a three. So always an, does this. It's an eighteen. Uh, that would save. I think it was like a sixteen. Yeah. Um, my character sheet deletes it every single time. I don't know why. Can someone in the in the Twitch give us like a disadvantage for Jed because he's. <laughs> because <laughs> he's a he's still gonna take a ton of damage what's that uh yeah a total, uh, 5d10 half of 5d10 oh my he's, god yeah uh 5d10 halved mm-hmm. so yeah it's 15 damage <laughs> you see uh yeah and there's a shock wave of wind that goes out to the side as he <clears throat> uh is is briefly winded mm-hmm. Um, but he hangs in there. Um, yeah. You can't punch me. I'm the emperor. You can't punch me. I'm the emperor. <laughs> uh, Robin, it's your turn. You are Great. hidden in the trees. Awesome. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fuck this guy up. Okay. So I'm gonna turn on my little sneaky sneak. Where's my sneaky sneak? There's my sneak. Oh, it's already on. Look at that. And I'm gonna use my plus one. Okay. So question. I have, have a plus it, one. You have, you're hidden. Sure. You have advantage. And okay, I have a plus one short bow and plus. You have a plus one longbow. Oh yeah, sorry. You uh, you'd want to use your longbow that that you just got because it will give you the range. Uh, <laughs> but, but yes, if you're asking, can you combine your fancy arrows with your fancy weapon? The answer is yes. Cool. Uh, do you mean my short bow wouldn't make the range? It has the range, uh, but your longbow would be better. It would be. You don't have it in your sheet, do you? I don't have it in my sheet because I'm. Sounds a good. Short bow it is. Okay, short bow and plus three arrows. Here we yeah, go. Aim high. Oh. Who are you shooting? I'm sh- I'm shooting Ginger Pippin over here, fighting my buddy. The emperor. Okay. The emperor. Yeah. Here we go and up a tap. Plus three. That is a hit. Great. Um, oh, I didn't add- turn on advantage, but that's okay. I'm gonna go, go ahead, ahead and roll once more, just in case it is a. Um, I mean, I I like that roll. Well, no, no, I'm saying just roll, <laughs> roll the short bow once more, just in case it's a crit. No. Yeah, you're good. Okay, perfect. So yeah, that's gonna do a bit of damage. Plus three. So uh, what's that? Thirty thirty-five plus three is thirty-eight damage. <laughs> you, you see the arrows. Bitch. Put your finger up, pull back, and 
And Tim, you've just knocked this guy and he's landed back on his feet and he's pulling his sword up and then right into his arm. And he he cries out. You've never seen the emperor weakened or brought low in your life. And this now is that moment (laughs) as he takes 30 Eight points of damage. You can't shoot me. I'm the emperor. You can't shoot me. I'm the emperor. It is the emperor's turn, though. Oh. Um. And he's gonna cry to his mommy on his turn. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna take some slashes at Wayne. Uh, not Wayne. Sorry, at Tim. But <laughs> bam. Very different. The twenty-seven hey. versus oh. AC. Ooh. Time blade. The fuck is uh, a time blade? Yeah, that hits. Okay. You're gonna do nine damage to your maximum hit points. Okay. Then he's gonna swing again. Oh! Nat twenty. Jed, can I don't think I can use my reroll on you, can I? No, you cannot inflict a reroll <laughs> on me. No. That's too. Look, that, that was a natural one and a natural twenty. Does he get That's advantage the, the from the time nine. blade? Nine. Nine further damage, Tim, to your maximum hit points. Um, oh. As okay, you, as it carves through, and the where it strikes, your like that part of your body withers, like it has just aged a hundred years. <laughs> and it's, so it looks, uh, so it looks the same for Tim. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> looks about the same. Um. So, uh, yeah, that happens. Um, and then the black guard is going to uh. He's seeing that Robin has uh well no, I guess there is a um there's he knows that Jack is there, so he's gonna run up to Jack. Save me the uh, trouble. He's gonna go for he's gonna go for Jack, I think. And um oh, and he's got range because he's got a glaive, so he's gonna be right there. Nope, right there. There we go. Uh he's gonna give uh, some swingy swings. Slash, slash. That's a 23 and a 13. That first one hits. That's going to do 12 points of damage to you as he whips the glaive around. It is a pure onyx uh, glaive. He slashes right through and it carves through your chest. It hurts a whole lot. Wish Jack had a little bit more health points. And before we call it there, do, 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 do. Uh, nope. That's all. That's all he does. That's all he does. Uh, all right. Samurai Jack, it is your turn. There's a black yeah. guard fighting you. Tim is uh, being beaten up, slashed up by the Emperor, but you seem to think that they've got the Emperor handled. Yeah, I didn't, I'm just going to close the distance to the black guard, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give him what for. I'm going to give him the beans. I get two attacks. Uh, I'm going to use my sword two-handed style. 16 and 18. The 18 hits. All right. There's 12 damage, and then I'm going to use my second wind. I'm attack one more time. Wait, you mean your action surge? Uh, 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Second wind heals yourself. Action surge, correct. Great. And I'm attack one more time. Do it. Uh, ten. That does not does not not do it. That's a miss. It, it's an action search. You have a second attack still. Oh, I do. Yeah, I get a full. I get a full. I get, yeah. Okay. I will attack one more time. 
Uh, 26. 26 hits. Hey. I'll cut him up. Yeah. That's uh takes a big old chunk out of it. You see a large gash in his armor and blood starting to come out of his arm. Um all right, skip all of these four. We're back to Mike. It's your turn. All right. Uh we are going to use feline agility to double my movement speed. And get down to here. Yeah. Uh as he runs past Robin, he literally just goes Oh. Uh, Give us the old meow. And then he's going to launch a couple of Eldritch Blasts at the Blackguard. Great. 21. That hits. And I get two bolts, so I cast it again, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. And 16. That is a miss. Mm. I, I have a plethora of them. I'm going to go ahead and use a reroll on that. Great. Nice. Fucking... Never mind. You do also have a bardic inspiration, I think. That you could add a d6 to your roll. I should have used mine. Mm. Yeah, let's go and do that. Could have, could have, should have. Yep. For three. So I guess, That's, would I take the better one? Uh, for 19? It, it hits or? either way. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. So the first one is going to do... Is that adding in my charisma? Yeah, 11. Uh, yeah, 11 points of damage. He gets knocked back 10 feet. And has his uh, speed reduced by 10 feet. Okay. And then the second one hits and okay. does the same thing. Goodness. Okay. Uh, so for 13 get, points of damage. Getting thrown away. Gets thrown 20 feet back and has speed reduced by 20 feet because I believe it stacks. Do I get Sounds an action? Good. Do I get an attack what? of opportunity? You don't, He's forced out of your square. You don't get an attack of opportunity. Right. Um, but yeah, so you're you're crossed blades with him, Jack, and then these two girthy beams strike him in the <laughs> side, and he gets thrown back uh, twenty feet, and uh, he looks a little worse for wear. Uh, Tim, it's your turn. You're 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 doing battle with the Emperor of the Scarlet Empire, Ulysses Barbarossa. He's sure a scurry man. Yeah, uh, well, he happens to be a scurry man within my reach, so I'm going to hit him, I think, four times. Uh, nice. That's one key point for four attacks. It is. It is going to be that. So we're going to do that, 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 and that, which is a 24, 15, 18, and 24. Are you keeping order. all of those? Yes. <laughs> okay. The 24, the 18, and the 24 hit. Excellent. On the first 24, I would also like to uh, take advantage of the fact that I know Stunning Strike. Um, this and cause try... you're stunning. <laughs> and try and stun old Barbie Rosie over there. Right. Go ahead and take the key point, and uh, I will go ahead and roll all the damage you got for me, and then I will roll uh, oh. Constitution Saving Throw. Yeah, it's going to be... Okay. He's going to be one bruised little twink. Six. I don't think you know what that word means. <laughs> um, and then he he's going to bend luck again. Um, because I think I think I can beat you if I bend luck. So he's going to spend yep. some more uh, more of his sorcery points. It's now a 16 to save, which I think is precisely what he needs. It um, is. 
And so, uh, yeah, but he still takes 27 damage. Yeah, he still takes 27 gosh dang darn points of damage, and he's not looking well. Um, so, great. Robin, it's your turn. You awesome. see there is a wounded blackguard off in the distance. You see uh, Tim seems to have the emperor handled. What is it that you'd like to do? Now I'm going to hit the emperor again, because fuck that guy. Yeah. Tim's my buddy. Fucking the death. We're going to go ahead. Am I still sneaking? You're, uh, you, you are not hidden, so you don't have advantage, but you'll get sneak attack because he's engaged with Tim. Oh, sweet. All right, here we go. Short bow. Strike true. Up a down. Okay. Um, did that not hit a 17? That uh, so it just barely misses him. Well, fuck me uh, in the ass. Just right. move and like his his hair whisks forward and just like cuts a bit of his his red hair off. Ha! Take that as take that home as a souvenir. Why don't you? Right. Okay, and then it is the emperor's turn, and he looks at you, Tim. He goes, I. I don't understand how you're doing this, but it ends now. Uh, and he is going to da, 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 cast magic. Mm. Yes. No. Yes. No. Cast your magic. Don't do that. Um, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be time magic because he doesn't know it, it, it doesn't understand. It doesn't work yet. Uh, so he is going to. Can you make Tim? a um, wisdom saving throw. Sure. He's the wisest little half man I ever did see. He's not. <laughs> but he's going to try. It's an 11. Yeah, that's not going to do it. Um, however, uh, you can still take your reaction before the spell takes hold of you because he draws into the weave and he pulls from the pillar of chronomancy and you see these... Uh, once again, the iconography of clocks moving around him as he puts his hand toward you to to affect you. Um, and you feel it's about to pull you through time. Um, and uh, what is it that you do with your with your action? Hey. Yeah, what do you do? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> um. Rod and Luke. Take him in the balls. Kick him what in the if, balls. <laughs> uh, honestly, <laughs> that might be where we're at. What if I, uh, how many key points do I have left? Yeah, yeah, we're just going to, if I take an action, I can hit him twice, yeah? The attack action is yeah. an action, yeah. And I'll just give him some baps. Bap, bap. With an 18 and a 28. Those hit. Excellent. <laughs> For eight and seven for a total of 15 damage. So oh he reaches Gut out punches. with his uh, like large onyx gauntlet. And you, because someone's reaching out for you, you smack him in the arm and it cracks the gauntlet a bit. And then you leap forward and you punch him in the chest. And he, again, <coughs> um, now red and black lightning is beginning to, to crackle out of his gauntlet as you are grabbed by this magic and then tugged through time uh it is a terrible disorienting experience uh as what you are taken through 
or like all of the worst times in your life, whether they've happened during this adventure or well before the the loss of your master, um, you know, uh, or the trials at the the eye of the storm. Uh, the boat ride with any of your companions, you're just dragged through that. <laughs> and it, it wears on your mind seeing so much time at once. You take 20 points of psychic damage. Oof. And um, you reappear. Bloop, way over there. Oh. And, okay. However, the Emperor still takes 15 points of damage and he staggers back. Robin, you, ha- you see Tim vanish as the emperor clutches his fist in front of tim and then you see the emperor drop to one knee a lot of blood is pouring out over the ground right now um and uh the emperor moves and he's gonna duck behind this tree knowing that you are shooting at him uh the black guard is gonna take two steps forward because that's all he can do but that is enough to be able to hit samurai jack and he's gonna swing his glaive first He's going to, uh, as a bonus action, going to Branding Smite. So if he hits you, it's going to deal an extra six points of damage. Um, Swing and a swing. Uh, That's two uh, 25s. So the the first one does 10 plus 6 is 16. The second attack does 12. So a total of 28 Uh, as he swings his glaive around and slashes through you twice. The first one crackling with this red and black energy. And as it strikes you, that energy spreads around your body. And you feel like even if you knew how to, you couldn't turn invisible. Um, What do you do? It's your turn. Yeah, hold on. I was doing this to the wrong character sheet. Boop. Oh, you said... Uh, twenty uh, twenty-eight points of damage. Twenty-eight. Yep. That's not the best. That's not good for me. Uh, I'm gonna use my bonus action for uh second wind. Great. So that I can do it's level my flight level seven. So I do one d10 plus seven health. Great. Let's roll one d10 plus seven. Bam. Twelve. So I'm not at the uh, cusp of death yet anymore. You're at the cusp of the cusp of death. I'm at the cusp of the cusp of death. Uh, double cusp? Double cusp. I'm going to charge the emperor. Do it. Okay. Well, Heidi, Heidi McGee, uh, you get an attack of opportunity or not? You're in glaive range. I don't know how that works. If it's like the guy adjacent. with the, gla- the, guy with the ga- glaive doesn't. The emperor, however, does. Um... And you are you're charging at him. He's he's holding his side as you run toward him and he holds his hand out. Can you make a constitution saving throw, please? Oh, that's what he's good at. Yeah, let me do it. Come on, Jack. Do it. 13. Not good enough. Yeah. Um, you take you take 30 points of damage there as you uh, age. <laughs> he well. It's not that you age. Uh, he, he affects time. Old wounds, like very old wounds that Jack has, reopen. Like you've been freshly dealt wounds from a time long past as you're running and just blood flies out of Jack and Robin. And then, Mike, you have a great view of this right. <laughs> as all these wounds open all at once. That's 30 points of damage. Really quick. Yep. Can I use my bardic inspiration on that roll? <laughs> Or is it too late? 
Uh, I have told you the result. Yeah. So. Yeah, I forgot. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, he's unconscious. Right. So, you, yeah, you got about halfway before uh, suddenly all of your old wounds opened up. Uh, the Emperor did burn his uh, reaction, though. That brings it to Mike. It's your turn. Yeah. You see uh, Samurai Jack just went down. The Black Guard is getting back into the fight. The Emperor is hidden behind a tree. What do you do? All right. Mike is going to jump across his greatest foe, the water, uh, to this spot right here on the rock. Sounds good. Good job, kitty. And if I am correct, boom, boom, I am going to uh, cast Healing Light on um, on Jack, and we're going to give you... Uh, Three D6s back. Great. Go ahead and roll three D6. Let's see what happens. Oops. Uh, you're going to heal for five. Five uh, hit points back. As you <gasps> breathe, breathe some life back into you. Um, oh, and that was my bonus action. I still get to do a thing. Cool. Uh, we're going to go ahead and Eldritch Blast the Black Guard again. Great. 24 and 18. Those hit. Uh, going to do 13 points of damage, and I'll come back 20 feet, reduce his speed by 20. Oh, yeah. He's he's just getting thrown back all sorts of ways. Um, here. Okay, and that's 13 points of damage. Cool, yeah, he's he's not doing great. Um, Tim, with a uh, with a thud, you slam into the ground where you are, having been thrown through time. Robin, from your perch, you can see Tim has reappeared on the far side, uh, and he looks a little worse for wear. But Tim, it is your turn. Excellent. Um, let's see. Hold, please, while I figure out. Oh, why is that being so difficult? There we go. I can get to right there. Excellent. Um, Tim is going to go ahead and run back at the Emperor. Oh, he's so fast. And get right back up to him. So old. You miss me? You can see he does he doesn't look great. Not only is he wounded, but these big stone gauntlets that he has have now large cracks in them and like lightning is coming out of these gauntlets. Um and he's like putting his hand over it almost to kind of clamp it shut. Um <laughs> but uh and then you're there and he just looks at you and goes, "Oh no." <laughs> <laughs> Think I'm gonna take four attacks on this man this turn. Sounds good. So that's uh, an eleven, a twenty-five, a critical Ooh. natural twenty, and a nineteen. Yeah. So the eleven misses. Excellent. First uppercut miss, but I bring that hand right back down across his smug little face. Turn his bones into soup. That is six, uh, 12, 
and 10 for a grand total of 28 damage. Nice. Yeah, so you see, uh, so he uh, braces himself with your miss. He turns towards you, plants his knee, and he puts his arms up to block. And you bring your elbow down and slam it onto the gauntlets. And that crack widens and his guard drops and you punch him in the face twice. Um, and he is bloodied and, and bruised. Um, and you you see an, an opening uh, as one of those cracks in his gauntlet completely splits down to the arm. And suddenly there's this flash as all of this black and red lightning is coming out of it. And it is pouring out, and you recognize it. It's the Dreadweave that is coming out of these gauntlets. And he, although you've just kicked the shit out of him and his his eye is swollen, he's not looking at you in fear. He's looking at the gauntlet in fear. Um, what do you do? Oh, boy. Um... Kick him in the nuts! Kick him in the nuts! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, uh, um, God, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I, what, what is happening with your gauntlet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you don't have time for a conversation. This is like a split second decision. <laughs> uh, but he's looking in fear at the gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Can I break the gauntlet. Do it. Sure. Go ahead and roll, roll an attack. Do it. Okay. Do it. Uh, uh, Unlimited power. <laughs> it's an eleven. Might be a good time for that last reroll you got. Yeah, I'll use that. <laughs> All right. Twenty-two. Nice. <laughs> That'll do it. Yeah. So how do you how do you break it? Um, I imagine in a very like untim like gesture, as he's not uh like <laughs> used to finishing anyone. Um, but like both hands above the head, like as Barbarossa's got his arm up and just smashes down on that gauntlet. Yeah, and uh, smash is the right word. There is a crack as the gauntlet shatters and you put your your hands up because it is bright. And uh, Robin, you can see through this uh, this bright light. You see. The, the gauntlet sh- shatters. The emperor's arm is crackling with red and black lightning. Tim falters for a moment and puts his hand up as the emperor grabs his sword and drives it up through Tim. <gasps> and lifting Tim from the ground. And uh, Tim, you you feel the pain briefly. And then it's it's more of a shock as you look down and you see the hilt of a blade. And a uh, his other remaining cracked gauntlet is he stands to his full height, holding you up and you feel. Like the 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 remaining energy you have that you pull from the elemental planes is being drawn out of you. But the emperor isn't even focusing on you right now. He's focusing on his arm and the the red and. Red and black lightning is uh, his entire hand under that gauntlet was red, um, like a, almost like a liquid ooze. Ooh. And it 
is now that the gauntlet's off, it is creeping up his body and he begins to scream. And he uh, once he he loses his composure, he drops the sword. You crumple to the ground and he falls back and is is writhing and he's screaming like the scream of a child in pain. And you are horrified as this red energy consumes his entire body and then begins to like, like gather in on itself and crumple. And with one last ear piercing scream, he is gone. And that is the last thing you see before you fall unconscious. There is still a black guard for you all to deal with. Um, I assume that that takes a lot of your attention, but I want to focus on Robin. Robin, you see Tim impaled and then f- fall behind a tree. What do you do? I'm going to go get him. How do I cross the river? Can I just swim? How do I go? Yeah. How, do, how do I get over there? Let me ask you that. Cool. I'm just going to swim. I'm going I'm to swim real, real fast, real hard. I want to get all the way over there. I know this is more than my movement, but Robin's panicking. Yeah. Well, it it takes a couple turns to get there while Mike and and Jack keep fend off off the black guard. And you you finally get to him. And Tim, you're you're coming in and out of it. You you know that this is your time. And I'm just uh, I'm going to give you kind of the scene robin gets to you i I imagine pulls you up what does this scene look like guys uh i'm a i'm a you know it's a great question uh the way (laughs) i don't want to speak for robin but the way that i'm imagining it is like that stereotypical like movie scene where like your arm is like underneath my shoulders like propping me up but it's you know you're basically holding a child yeah um in barbarossa he's just like not he's like he's he's gone he's just yeah crumbled in into otherworldly existence well tim you son of a bitch you did it i (laughs) i can't believe it you you fucking did it man I hope so. Oh, God, you look really bad. I I mean, I'm not great at medicine, but I could I could maybe do a medicine check or what do you what do you need, man? Those those really don't go well. I I know they don't go well, but I I can't just let you sit here and suffer. Go ahead and roll a medicine check. (laughs) (laughs) You're so rude, Jed. (laughs) Oh, you know, like you're looking at the wound and you know that you don't have your potions on you. You yeah. you know that there is nothing that you can do for Tim. Right. Um, Tim's going to reach up his tiny little hand and like touch Robin's face since she initiated touching. This isn't unacceptable. Um. Robin's going to flinch, but she's not going to stop him. Um, and Tim's just going to say, you know what you have to do. 
And then I imagine his arm just goes limp. Well, I'm I'm gonna pick him up. I'm gonna pick him up and take me take him with me. Okay, back at the um top of the mountain, you all uh, have uh, made the creature inert, and you have returned to your ritual, knowing that this is is important. And um, er, the pillar that Earhart is is floating in begins to flash. And a swirl of, of mixtures of blue and pink light begin to swirl through the pillar. And Earhart, you see, dissolves away within the pillar as it begins to lower. like And as if it were a platform, standing atop of it as it comes through the clouds, you see a woman in a light purple dress. She has long black hair and a neutral expression on her face. And once it has lowered to the ground, she steps forward. She looks around, and Wendell and Wayne, you know with certainty that you are in the presence of Mistra, the goddess of magic. What do you do? Wayne immediately drops to an knee and bows head. Uh, Wendell's just, oh my God, it's it's you. You're here. She she smiles and says, thank you for rescuing me. You, my loyal keepers and my loyal knight, I am so proud of you. At that Wayne looks up and he is teary eyed. I can see you have all been through so much and I know that my messages to you can often be cryptic I must admit there is convenience in being able to speak plainly with you all I can offer as thanks to you is is my counsel Is there anything that you guys ask Mistra? Uh, so Earhart's gone? Earhart's gone. Man, oh man. Uh, what do we do now? She looks and goes, your, your task remains unchanged. The Schools of magic must be restored, but you have done so well to come this far. Where will you go? She looks and she in thought for a moment. Perhaps I will travel among you and learn about this world that I cherish so much. Okay. Um, Wayne, do you ask anything? Uh, Wayne approaches with his head bowed, and then when he gets to her, um, he he uh, goes back 
down on on one knee and says, Mr. I I want to apologize for my shortcomings as your paladin. And I beg for your forgiveness for what harm I have unintentionally caused to you. She reaches out and, you know, lifts your chin up to look at her. And and she smiles at you, Wayne, as, as a mother would smile at her child. And you have read all about the Mother of Magic. You've seen her depicted in all forms of art, but nothing compares to seeing her in her radiant beauty up close and, and in person. The, the sheen of her dress as it billows in a, in a wind that none of you can feel. The, her fair skin that lightly reflects the sunlight that's coming from above. And even, even her hair stays perfect as a thin red blade suddenly and without warning carves her head from her body. And a look of surprise is the last thing you see as a shockwave of unfathomable power lashes out from her body and all of you are thrown back. Can I get strength saving throws from uh, Wendell and Wayne, please? You are plus three, both of you, because of the aura. The aura of of Mistra Jen? Is that the aura? (laughs) I'm bathed in the aura of Mistra Jen. Wait, what you got, Wendell? 16 plus three. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you both hold your ground. Wayne, you especially, you place your arms up in front of you to brace as uh, this pulsating power is is launching from uh, from mistra you begin to move forward one step at a time and you see the the arm of your armor begins to corrode and turn a monochrome gray and then you hear a scream from behind you and you turn your head briefly to see blizzard the wizard has dropped to the ground and is convulsing his eyes burning away as white veins begin to grow from his face. Um, in the distance, you hear more screams from, you can only imagine, the other mages currently battling Barbarossa's army. Robin, your attention is pulled from Tim for a moment as you see Barbarossa's spell begin to warp the space that it was occupying. And as you stand up with Tim cradled in your arms, you see the old mage fall backwards. Again, white veins bulging from his eyes as he crumples. Oh, Wendell, God. you suddenly feel a force of gravity upon you so strong that you cannot stand. And you and Zanero both crumple to the ground under the weight of whatever is happening. And you look across the way to see the body of your goddess falling to the ground as if in slow motion. And in your mind's eye, back at the Tower of Transmutation, you see Liana collapse and begin to burn away. And you feel the deaths of hundreds of mages that live within the influence of your tower. You feel all of their pain at once as their mortal bodies cannot contain the raw magic now left unwoven. It is too much to handle, and yet death does not come for you. And the last thing all of you see is a all-red, crackling-with-black-lightning devilish form 
of Emperor Barbarossa God. standing behind Mistra's corpse. Damn it. Smiling. Fuck. And that is where we will end it for season one. That's some oh. bullshit. Schlicka schlock is there. That's, oh. a, that's some fucking bullshit. Rip That's some bullshit. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> so, hey, that's where we're going to call it. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to uh, our, our humble show. This has uh, been really fun, and I have been planning on this moment since episode one. Uh, so it's been a uh, time. Um, listen, I uh, I did not think that 54 epi- uh, 53 episodes ago that we would get to where we are now. And I am so, so thankful for all of you um, and for not just uh, the viewers, especially you guys, my, my players. Um, thank you so much for everything that you've put into it. And uh, I really look forward to moving forward. I want to give a super, super thank, uh, th- super shout out. Thank you for Ryan. Uh, as uh, Ryan, we have been uh, orchestrating the the tragic death of Tim the monk for for quite some time, and I'm glad that we were able to make that happen. Um, and so, yeah, guys, we're gonna take a bit of a break from this show. We want to uh, give you guys time to miss us, so we're gonna take the next two weeks off of streaming entirely, and then after that, we're gonna do some shows that uh that aren't D and D. And we'll see what happens to the gang when we uh, when we come back in a world with no goddess of magic. So it's heavy. Great. Well, hey, as always, you can catch us uh, wherever you get podcasts. The quest is history. You can also um, check us all out at our various socials. You see them on the screen now. We would love for you to come hang out and. I think we're just going to call it there, gang. Anything to say before we go, <laughs> dear wonderful players of mine? Yeah, if I had known the goddess of magic was going to get beheaded, I would have asked her some more consequential questions. <laughs> Man, that's, that's rough. McGruff. <laughs> the crime dog. <laughs> the crime dog. Well, hey, I, I don't want you to just take this, this feeling that you all have. Um... And oh. just let it burn out and die. So let's Love find that. a group to go give your sadness to, huh? Um, <laughs> this guy's in all red paint, so I think we're going to go see that one. <laughs> so why don't you go give our regards to Mad Bird Streams. And we're going to get whatever it is that Eddie's doing. Uh, Play my heart will go on. All right, guys. We will see you in three weeks here on it the won't. channel. We'll it have a new game for you. And we will come back with season two at some point. Oh, Thank you no. so much. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye forever. Bye forever. Until yeah. next time. No next time. Uh, Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. Oh, my God. He oh, he fully is. And the quest is history is a live play TTRPG channel on Twitch at twitch.tv slash the quest is history. 
This campaign features Riley Gale as Wendell Wheatley, Eddie Bingham as Robin Hunt, Sam Mashek as Wayne the Fourteenth, Ryan Styers as Tim Bambodel, and myself, Jed Bingham, as the DM. We want to invite all of you to come and interact with us on social media, Twitter and Instagram, at QuestIsHistory. And come watch the show live on Twitch every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time. You can give re-rolls to the party, or, more importantly, you can give re-rolls to me, and you can make the story more interesting with your participation. Special thanks to Justin Miller with help from Sword Coast Soundscape for the music that we use, and a big thank you to all who listen to the show. Tell your friends, give us a nice review, and come play some D&D with us next Sunday. Stay safe out there.